Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. This is Jeremy Prophet, the harbinger of truth. And if you want to know the truth of the matter, the truth is you should tune in to Stewie's Wrestling Podcast. If even just for the fact that you get to see me and this wonderful host go toe-to-toe, in a wonderful episode. So with that said, this has been the truth. And if you can't handle the truth, you most certainly can't handle the problem. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time. Your host, Stu Palmer. We are back with the Wrestlemania Team UK memories. And my guest today is my close personal friend from the Midlands in Birmingham, in England, UK, Mr. Ant Williams. Ant is a Wrestlemania trip veteran of eight times. He's been to eight Wrestlemanias, just one more than me, one more than me. And his first was 2009 for Wrestlemania 25. He's got some great stories, obviously, about Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, the first Wrestlemania match, which I consider the best. I was in attendance for Wrestlemania 26, which was a great match between the two of them. But the 25 on my word, my word. And also, he went to Royal Rumble 2008. That was his first trip to America. He went with his mum. So there's some great stories about that. Cena. The surprise appearance of Cena and Cena going on to win the Rumble and also his trips around New York and the majesty, the majesticness of MSG Madison Square Garden too. So without further ado, my guest for another WrestleMania Team UK Trip Memories special episode. It's my good friend Ant Williams from Birmingham in the Midlands in the UK. Enjoy. My guest today for a special episode from WrestleMania Team UK, our own little brethren that we have, and a guy who's been to WrestleMania many times with myself and the lads. He's also been to Royal Rumble 2008. It's my good pal and friend from Birmingham in the UK, the Midlands, Mr. Ant Williams, on Stu's Wrestling Podcast today. How are you? 
Hello, mate. Nice, nice to be here. How are you doing? All good, man. All good. And I think I'm going to start, rather than it being chronological, and we do it in the same way I've done it with Tom and Gav in previous episodes, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to go straight into it. You were at Royal Rumble 2008 at the iconic Madison Square Garden. And what a pay-per-view that was. I stayed up and watched it back in the day. But you were in attendance and your mum was with you as well. So I'd just like to ask, how was it? Obviously, Cena was in the Rumble, went on to win it, but we didn't know he was in the venue, did we, the day off? It was all kept under wraps. So, yeah, your experiences of MSG and, and being there for Raw Rumble 2008, it's one of the best Rumbles ever. I put it up there. You're right, mate. It, it was. It was um, strange how it came about, actually, even going to the Rumble, because my initial intention was to go to WrestleMania that year, which would have been WrestleMania 24, where we probably would have met then, but it was uh, my nan, bless her. She, I told her about wanting to go to the States to see a show, and um, the tickets for Mania, they wasn't, looking, they wasn't looking that great. What was left? I didn't want to be in the nosebleed, so it's not for me first time. So I thought, hey, well, Rumble's at Madison Square Garden. Always wanted to go to New York. Always wanted to go to Madison Square Garden. So says to mom, I says, oh, I'm going to go to, um, I'm going to, go to the Royal Rumble. She's you going over there on your own? My nan says, yeah, I'll pay for both of you to go. Mum was like, okay, I'm not really into the wrestling, but New York, again, another place that she always wanted to see. So straight away, you know, just, 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 just first time experience in America, being New York. Now, I will be honest, the show for me was all about the rumble. The, the other matches on the card, I do remember who was on, but didn't really stand out as, as amazing matches. You know, we've, I've seen much better matches elsewhere, but the Rumble, that was an unbelievable experience. As you, as you probably remember, uh, Royal Rumble 2007 ended, Shawn Michaels Undertaker. Of course, 2008 started Shawn Michaels Undertaker, two of my favourites. So the atmosphere was already electric from the get-go, from the, from the beginning of that rumble. And of course, all night long, as you mentioned, Cena, all night long, you heard a little, a little section in the back, you know, Cena sucks, let's go Cena. And I was thinking, well, Cena's not even here. What, what, why is people getting on Cena's back? He's been out for three, four months. Oh, my God. When that music hit, number 30, it was more of a, a pop, popular ovation. Within the booze, the booze came later. I mean, it was uh, ending with Triple H, but the atmosphere in that place. I mean, it's a smaller, it's a smaller arena, isn't it, than what we've been used to with some of the manias. And that's why it was louder. It was so loud in there. It's making me want to watch it back. I'm with you. I fully agree. I fully agree. I, I did think that we had that we had Edge. It was it Edge and Ray. It was Edge and Ray, wasn't yes. it? Yeah, Edge and Ray. Yeah. Did it not? Did it not? work for you because on tv watching it i know it's different because i've been in the same scenario as you watching it there in person i actually thought it, it, it was good I, I thought i thought it was solid yeah it was i think but what it was for me is the rumble followed all of that the rumble was the main event and it was the main event purely like i say purely because of being a michaels and uh, undertaker fan i was a cena fan you know i'm not one of the haters you know i love Cena all the way through his career and uh, so the rumble just kind of blew all that out of the water. It's the same as you can say with uh, 
a lot of pay-per-views really, you know, there's a good match on there, but when somebody comes along and trumps it, you kind of forget about the other match. I, I do need to watch the whole pay-per-view back, really. I know there was um, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. It wasn't a bad match, you know, for the other, for the other title. So um, Ric Flair and Carlito, obviously Ric Flair was coming to his retirement, uh, retirement age then, weren't he? So did, that wasn't it. I did enjoy that with Flair. Where you know that could be his last match, and it went on for months and months. The storyline for it, it yeah. was good. It was good because you thought it could happen. And then obviously, you know, realistically, it was always going to be WrestleMania, wasn't it? But it always had. The, there was always an element of doubt that one of the young pups on the roster were going to take Flair out. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Let's say it puts that interest there, where you think even on a Raw, is this going to be his last match? And of course, as soon as you know he's going to fight Heartbreak Kid at WrestleMania. <laughs> Guaranteed, that's where he's going at against Mr. WrestleMania. And I don't mean Tom Perrett. <laughs> How about, obviously, you've touched a little bit upon MSG. You know, it, it's known as the Mecca. It's one of the most famous arenas in the world, stadiums in the world. Did it have that aura once you're inside there? I, I went in more latterly in 2013 for stuff. Um, for Hall of Fame and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, yeah. But yeah, how was it for you? How was the experience being in MSG, man? Well, it's, it's just, as you walk through, it's like hallowed ground, isn't it? It's, you know, I think there's, I think they got like, um, they got posters up and everything, obviously basketball, they got all sorts of sports that they, they, they play. I don't know, I don't know how many sports they play in there. You'll know more than me, but there's basically just photos up on the wall. I can't remember if it was the same when I went in 2013. I don't know if it changed, but obviously being the first experience, you're kind of nervous as well at the same time because first time in America and then not sort of, you know, knowing where you're going and stuff like that. Obviously, as you, as you get used to these trips, you, um, you, you get to figure out where you're going, what you're doing, what to expect. So it was like not knowing what to expect. It was that, that, that anticipation of, What's going to happen here? And like you say, just, just walking through there, it's like, wow, I'm in New York City in the Big Apple. I'm in Madison Square Garden. That had done, hosted a couple of previous WrestleManias, hadn't they? Absolutely. By this point. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Too small for WrestleMania now, though. <laughs> did, did you know we've seen her coming out when he did? He was obviously the final. He was the final entrant, wasn't he? If yeah, number 30. Yeah. He was the final man. It was him and Triple H at the end. You obviously knew that it was going to be Cena. Or did you think Triple H was going to do it? Well, obviously, I was rooting for Cena. That's when you got the uh, the boos when Cena's punching, the cheers when Triple H. Hang on a minute. Isn't Cena supposed to be the face here and Triple H the heel? But that's that's New York City as well for you, isn't it? The, they've always been polarising, haven't they, in, in New York City. For, I think there was... Um, I think there was actually signs there that night. Just, just, just you've just triggered my memory. If Ray wins, we riot. You know, and obviously Ray was the baby face going. So they always basically they always cheer for the face, and uh, so they always boo the face and cheer for the heel, and uh, that's exactly what they were doing. But no, I didn't know which way it was going to go. I wondered whether it might be a sort of both of them fall to the floor at the same time because they're, they're both main eventers of Mania, aren't they as well? So. But they both ended up main event in WrestleMania, yeah, didn't they? Which I was in attendance for. So, yeah, it was a triple threat by the end of it anyway, which is uh, crazy. But that's WWE sometimes, isn't it? They like to throw yeah. a curveball in. It's not always cemented that that person is going to be one-on-one -on -one with the champ. 
And it was seen as uh, it was seen as first rumble win as well. You know, Triple H had already won one back in was it two thousand two? I think it was. Mm-hmm. So so it, it, again, the the ovation, the ovation, the pop when he when he won. It, it was it was bigger than the booze. Yeah, the, the ovation takes over. You'll have to listen back to it, and I will as well. And, and I think that's right. That the, the ovation was bigger than the booze. They, they just boo just for the just for the the, the sake of making noise sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Absolutely. Now, these these episodes are great. Obviously, we as a collective, you know, the events we've been to. But in the same token, how was New York as a trip? you know, doing the sightseeing and stuff of that nature because we're trying to appeal to people and try to get it across to people who haven't been to a WrestleMania or one of the big four or haven't gone and fancy going to AEW because obviously that's becoming more and more prevalent. So yeah, in a sightseeing aspect with New York for yourself, how, how was that? And it was like, you know, the first time being there. Well, um, we was out there for seven nights, I think it was. And um, it was probably too long to, to, to be with my mom and do the wrestling stuff. And, uh, seven nights was probably more than I needed um, because we did all the, the bus trips. We, we got a, I think we got a three-day ticket. So, you know, you go on a bus trip one way that way and then you go the other way another day. And, and so you stop off at all the, because it's one of them hop-on, hop-offs. Yep. And you, you get to stop off at all the sites. Obviously, saw Ground Zero, which was a bit harrowing, really, because... You know, honestly, from it was, it was seven years on from when it happened, and it was it was just it was just a demolition site when we saw it. But it's something that needed to be seen. You know, it's it's one of them stop offs you really should make and sort of like pay your respect. It was incredible actually seeing the church in the background, that the church that was just behind the two towers that didn't get destroyed. It only had a few shattered um, few shattered windows. That was it. And it was sitting right there mm-hmm. behind where the two towers was. So again, that was that was a that was a good place to see. Obviously, Statue of Liberty, Empire State Building. Just kept doing all these stop offs, get getting off the bus, going up the statue, and then getting back on, and then stat, um, sorry, going up the Empire State and doing the statue the next day. We actually took a, a boat trip. Uh, we got off and got on the boat over to I think it's Ellis Island. So we got got quite close to the statue. We weren't allowed up though. I think they changed their um, their rules since the since the two right. towers. Okay. They stopped people from going up and that. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, the, the sightseeing in New York is probably one of the best, one of the best in the world, isn't it? Really. Now, as a place, the for, for me, it was kind of like going to London, but ten times bigger, and the people are always like hustling about. They were so busy. It felt like no one really had any time for you. Obviously, I've had better experiences in other parts of America. Absolutely. I'm not saying the people were rude or anything like that, but it was... Obviously, we didn't know where we were going and what we were doing. You you sort of stopped to ask people, but they haven't got the time of day. It's just like... Mm -hmm. just They don't really want to know. They don't want to... And it's the same in London. You know, big cities, you know, even Birmingham can be the same sometimes. People are, people are off to work, but um, there was a few friendly people, you know, the, the people at the hotel, but probably best not to stop and ask passers-by on the street because, you know, they're carrying their briefcases and they're off, they're off for their day at work sort of thing. But, oh, man, just, just the size of it, just the way it's all laid out, it, it's all in, like, blocks. Literally, it's in, like, a square. 
You know, you, you go down one street and then you go down the other one, which is in line with it, and you can, you can end up at the same place. It's just literally, they are squares. That's what the, they're called, blocks, aren't they? And Absolutely, yeah. Everything, everything's just sort of laid, laid out, but uh, until you've been there once, sort of knowing where to go, you know, I could probably go around there blindfolded now after seven days. Did you go, I, I went to Macy's in 2003. Did you go into Macy's when you were there? I don't think I did. That was ridiculous, the size of it. It took up, I don't know, a block or, and then obviously going up and it was several levels. We got, we got lost in there, Ant. We got lost in there. And I remember had like old fashioned wooden escalators, but this Macy's was absolutely ridiculous, the size. We were lost, we were lost in there for a good what? half an hour, a good half remember, an hour. I remember seeing it from, I don't think I went in there, but I do remember seeing the size of the building from the outside. I think that's what put me off because I'm not big on shopping anyway. <laughs> and uh, my mom isn't really, not like going into shops. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So uh, it was one of them things. We just looked at it from the outside and um, wasn't really for me. Now I'm probably going to have to take the wife to New York. So um, I'm sure she'll want to spend a fair few hours in Macy's. So Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm glad I didn't go the first time because I've probably got to go again. I'm going to move on because there's been several WrestleManias that you've been to. I'm thinking you've done seven. Have I got the count right there? Eight. Eight. Eight, eight, eight WrestleManias and... Now, obviously, rather than going, you know, 2009, right the way through, um, I'm just going to ask, I will ask about Houston first, because it was the first one. So, yeah, how, how, was, how was 25, man? How well, was that was the, good, good memories from that one, really, because um, obviously coming off the back of the Royal Rumble, I, I thought to myself, I still want to do a WrestleMania. Like, that was my plan, like I said at the beginning, is to go to a WrestleMania. So I thought, I've still got to do it. But this time... I went on my own, over to Houston, Texas, on my own. My mom says, oh, you can't go over there on your own. I was like, well, I am. I said, do you want to come? Not really, no, no, because obviously, you know, one experience for my mom was enough, and Houston, Texas wasn't the sort of place that mom wanted to see. I said, okay, I'll be all right, I'll be all right. You know, I'll be in touch. I'll ring you when I land, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll drop you a text every day or something. You know, I was living at home at the time, you know, single. So I've gone over there. Again, not knowing what to expect, I'd, I'd booked um, the WrestleMania, the Hall of Fame, and uh, fan access tickets just for the one, just for the one. I didn't realise back then, you, you live and learn, that Monday Night Raw was actually in the same city, so I didn't get to didn't get to do that. But what was incredible about 25, well, that was the one where I met Tom Perrett, who I know you've had on your show, and that's where that's where we hit it off. So sort of having having... And there was, a, there was a few of us as well that, that was um, there with us. But having these people that you start talking to and then have a beer with and stuff like that, it makes the experience all that much greater. So there's no problem, really, going to these places on your own because there's always someone over there who's gone on their own. And everyone's in the same boat. They're there for the wrestling. They're there to have a good time. You can even talk to people who aren't on their own. And 
everyone always seems so friendly. They'll, they'll, they'll take you on board. You'll pretty much be like a third wheel. You'll be going for a beer with them or going to the merchandise stands or whatever. It's, um, and that's what really started off for me is because I met these guys on the first day so before all the events sort of took place. And obviously we went to the, um, the fan access. Um, I'm pretty certain they stopped selling beer in the fan access after, uh, after <laughs> that year. It's because you lot turned up. <laughs> I do think, yeah, I remember, um, I remember Josh Matthews uh, interviewing us when we were in line to go in. We'd already had a few beers before going in. And it only got worse when they were selling beer inside the fan access. But fan access uh, is, you know, something we've done many times as well. But that was my first. We never did anything like that when we went to the Rumble. So that was my first experience of fan access. And I would always recommend to do that um, at least once. You know, make, make sure someone's on the lineup that you want to see. And, you know, you can get photos with a few stars, autographs off uh, some of the others. And, um, and that was obviously the, um, the Hall of Fame was the same year uh, with Stone Cold getting inducted. I think I picked, I picked a good year. It was a good class. It was yeah, amazing. he's one of my faves. He's another one of my faves. So, um, obviously, because in that world back then, it was always like Access, Hall of Fame, and then the Mania. So, I really enjoyed the Hall of Fame as well. Obviously, I was uh, suited up, suited and booted, as many people were then. Uh, I don't like the heckling, though. I didn't like the heckling, and, and it's been the same over over some of the years. People are there to have a good time, but you've got to show respect, haven't you? Absolutely. And most people there are respectful, but I think sometimes there's a bit too much heckling at these Hall of Fames. Mm. God, the, but, it's a respect thing. Uh, totally, totally with you on that, because... Yeah, you, you know, at the end of the day, you've paid for your ticket, but they, you know, they put themselves on the line for years and years for our entertainment, haven't they? Um, yeah, yeah, they've they've earned they've earned that spot, haven't they? So, um, like I say, most people are respectful at the Hall of Fame. You just got a few, you got a few, but you get it, you get it in every sport, don't you? Every sport, especially the football. <laughs> how how was the venue? Full oh. mania now, sorry. Oh, that was massive because obviously c- coming from going to Madison Square Garden to go into a uh, massive stadium. Like, I don't even know what the capacity was, 65, 70,000 possibly. I can't quite remember. But uh, the, 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 the good thing about that venue was how easy it was to get to from downtown Texas. There was like a, just a train that ran there. It only took about 15 minutes just from downtown. You could, you could just... I think it was like the last, it was the last stop. So nice, easy one to get to and got, got in pretty easily as well. Um, I mean, you know, with that many amount of people, it's sort of like going to Wembley and stuff like that over here, you know, just put extra security on and extra, um, extra stalls, extra ticket stalls so you can get through quite quick. And I, I remember getting in there really quick and pretty much, I think the pre-show had already started when we got in. But obviously, obviously, even though I'd met these guys, I was sitting on my own because that's how I'd, I'd book my ticket. But So, of course, I've got these other uh, random people around me that I've never met and I'm having a good time with. Just because first WrestleMania, great show. Obviously, I know we'll get on to probably the best match of that show. But just the, the atmosphere again, electric. I found it to be electric. I thought... Um, yeah, even louder than the Rumble, but you've got probably 40,000 more people as well. 
fact the fact it's closed, it's got a roof on it as well. Because as you've heard, we've heard over many times, many years over it, that the, the sound goes when it's open air. And yeah. they're, they're, they're only getting hit with the noise seconds after, aren't they? When they've hit a move and stuff, there's a delay. So yeah. anything, I've always been for that, that it should be enclosed. Yeah, no, you're right. It, 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 it does make for a better atmosphere. And I think that's what, that's what does it for any show, not just a WrestleMania, the atmosphere. The people need to make it. Because as we're making that atmosphere, the performers put on even better performance because they know they're getting a reaction, whether it be good or bad. If you're getting booed out the building, you're still doing your job, aren't you? Absolutely, absolutely. We will get on to the match, the first match that obviously took each other on in Korea versus the streak in, at 26. But you were there, and, and I still maintain 25 was the better match out the two. I know they did it yeah. differently. I was gutted, mate. I was gutted. I had plans to be at that WrestleMania. Didn't go. But yeah, you were in attendance for that. Obviously, Michaels and The Undertaker. Well, so. that was that was the main event without being the main event. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, I know some people will agree, some people won't. I mean, I mean, hands down, I know you might ask me about matches and that later, but that is my all-time favourite match. There's, and to be there at Mania to see that was the reason why I've done future Manias. Had that match not taken place, that might have been my one and only. It was supposed to be a one-time deal. Yeah. One mania, one-time deal. You know, it costs a fair bit to keep doing these trips. And uh, it was because of that match that I had to go again. It was, I mean, the atmosphere for that match was, well, you see what the atmosphere was like after that match. There wasn't a lot of atmosphere. We were just, we were all burnt out after that. I mean, with one arm, I was going, Undertaker, and then the other arm, I was going, HBK. I was doing both sides of the spectrum. And actually, the guy next to me was doing exactly the same. I think everyone was just cheering, both guys. They were both faces as well. So, obviously, they did it a bit different, didn't they, for the following year, as you said. Like, sort of tried to turn Michael's heel by, you know, in, in costing Taker the, 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 the title the month before. But they were both faces. And I loved the entrance as well. You know, the uh, Michael's coming down in the white and stuff. Good versus evil, you know, even Absolutely. though they're both faces. What a match. What a you match. Can't, you can't dispute uh, the production values from WWE when they do stuff like that across any entertainment or sport. The way they do that is, is second to none, the way they do it. And it was it was amazing how they depicted it. You know, he was coming from the, from the heavens, wasn't he? Yeah. Down to, down to hell. Down to hell. hell. Exactly. There we yeah. go, man. But yeah. Uh, as you say, I think a match that gets overlooked. I, I I thought it was a decent match. It was obviously Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy. Yeah. Uh, other people said it was better at Backlash at the next pay per view. Obviously they carried oh, it on. I quit, wasn't it? The following yeah. pay per view. But yeah. I I didn't mind it. Some people said it didn't it didn't coagulate between them two at Mania twenty five. But I, I I thought it was a decent match. I mean, there again, you were there, you know, in person. Different. It's totally different. Again, so yeah, what, what did you think with that? Because they had a good storyline. They had a good storyline. The build yeah. for that was amazing. It was. It was a good build-up. Um, it was a good match. Um, now, I do. From, I remember watching the following pay-per-view, <clears throat> and I remember thinking the second match was better as well, mm. even though I'd seen the first. I think they, they'd set the bar, and then they raised it. So the bar was good. The bar was already good, what they set at WrestleMania. But then they raised the bar the following pay-per-view, making it an I-quit match. 
And uh, like I said, you've got to have a good storyline. That's what makes these matches uh, even more interesting. No good storyline doesn't really normally lead to a good match because fans aren't invested in it. If you get the good build-up, people want to see it. They want to see that match. They want to see how it's going to pay out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything else with the, with the event that stood out for you personally? It was, nice, it, was, it was nice seeing some of the legends as well, like Piper, yeah. Snooker, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously Rick, Ricky Steamboat. That was, he, still, he still had it at WrestleMania. He still had it. I mean, didn't he, didn't, was it the month later? I think he went yeah. one-on-one with Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because he, he was the one who had it more than, than Piper and, and Snooker at the time. He looked like he hadn't missed a beat. It was like watching WrestleMania three all over again with Steamboat. Yeah, he's so energetic. It was he was brilliant. I I think that really did that really did stand out. Um, seeing the seeing the legends and obviously just having Austin come down as well for the for the Hall of Fame. I think that really come down on the quad. Well, yeah, quad he did. did he come down on the quad he point? did. He did. Yeah. I've seen him. I think we've seen him do it so many times. There's a there's a there's a bit of a. You kind of forget, was, that, was, yeah. was I there for that one or was I stopping up watching it live? But yeah, coming down on the quad bike, just to see, just to see that glass shatter in such a stadium was um, probably another reason why I went back. Amazing, amazing. Now, obviously, you've done eight. I'd like to ask you your favourite events out, out of the eight, the ones that stand out as, as a whole maybe, or there might be some matches from certain ones. And I know it's kind of putting you on the spot because you've seen, you know, countless matches now and being there in person. But yeah. Well, I think I'd have to say, uh, as like going to Mania as like as a whole, probably WrestleMania 30. I know I've, I've seen that come up on uh, some of your shows before, 30, because of the location and the vibe in New Orleans, that would probably be my overall favourite WrestleMania that I've been to from the eight. Um, again, the atmosphere, the energy, the Daniel Bryan thing. Oh well, again, that they'd probably be two more of my favourite matches: the opener and the uh, main event, both with Daniel Bryan. Incredible, the energy in the arena that night for Daniel Bryan was what was what got people over. The end of the streak, I think. Had Daniel Bryan not been in the um, in the main event, I think uh, people would have walked out. I think I'd have been one of them. <laughs> I, would, I would, I would have followed you, mate. Definitely. Like I say, you could hear a, you could hear a pin drop, couldn't you? With with, with Taker, uh, it's just there's never been anything like it. I've not experienced anything in person at WrestleMania like like that, and you know, it was. It was just crazy to think, but uh, you know, he, he he wanted to put he wanted to put Brock over. No, there's a, yeah, there's a mutual, there's a mutual respect. You know, they, way to they, do it. And they worked together again, didn't they? More latterly, again. Yes, they had another, yeah. I know they'd had matches when Lesnar was relatively new in 2002 as well. Uh, so yeah, when you've got the respect of the Undertaker, it's just it's, it can't be anything better, can there? No, that, that that's that's what I mean. I mean that's what again, even though I wasn't happy with the result, same as probably seventy thousand other people. You'll always remember that. You'll always remember that moment. You'll never forget WrestleMania 30 because of that. That and Daniel Bryan. You know, the miracle on Bourbon Street, I think they called it. And uh, Bourbon Street, oh, well, I'd love to tell you about it, but I 
can't remember a lot, if I'm being honest. <laughs> hey, three, three bottles for the price of one, wasn't it, in one bar? <laughs> I don't know, you tell me, mate. Yeah, it was, it was, because you lot were all like, yeah, you didn't get three bottles for the price of one. We go to this bar, I don't know if it was the swamp, that bar, I've got a funny feeling it was the swamp, and it's just like, they're asking for trouble, the Brits, three, three yeah. beers for, for, for the price of one. I think they charged you for three beers. <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, yeah, I think my dad would term it because he was on the trips of us. It was a test of endurance. He actually said that in his best man speech at my wedding. All the, yeah. the, the, the boozing that we did as a collective. But, yeah, New Orleans especially. It just it was amazing, wasn't it, Bourbon Street? Yeah, I mean, obviously as well, you know, touching on your old man being there, like that was the end of his streak as well. So like that was a great one to go out on. And obviously the wedding, you know, we've been to each other's weddings and seeing your dad do the speech and stuff like that. It's, you know, some, some great moments to take away really from from, from the, the WrestleManias. It's not just the wrestling. As, as a lot of people have said, it's not just about the wrestling. It's about places, the people. It's, it's all of that, isn't it? The friendship, obviously, that we've uh, we've got from that. Twelve years now, twelve years for us, uh, and I, obviously I, thirteen years for me for, for with uh, Tom. I often think about it, mate. Uh, how quick that time has actually gone. But and then, in the same token, you're looking at other ways. And when we were doing stuff, it feels like it it's been longer. If you know what I mean, in certain ways it feels short. Other ways, oh, that seems long ago. But uh, yeah, I feel yeah. like I've known you all my life. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it, man. It was just amazing. You know, you think when we met in Arizona, it just happened to be that we were at the same hotel in in 2010, weren't we? Yep, I was meant to be on this podcast. Obviously, <laughs> you were meant to be podcasting. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, Arizona. I will talk about that. We're, we're jutting back to the beginning of when we were all like forming as, as a unit I'll, I'll term it as a collective and that yeah Arizona and uh, I, I enjoyed it it's still my dad's favorite place I think but it was his first so I think that's why he's got got such fond memories but yeah uh, 26 WrestleMania 26 as a whole you know Arizona Phoenix as a place yeah so, I mean so Phoenix is quite quiet it's quite quiet wasn't it really you know you're out in the desert pretty much uh, well, just away, just off from the desert, really. But it was quiet, but we made it a bit of a party, really. Just getting to know each other, really. That was That's probably like my fondest takeaway from Arizona, is actually that's where we all became friends. Like, you know, me, you, your dad, Wayne. Obviously, I already knew Tom. You know, it's sort of like, and then we started growing, didn't we? You know, t- taking Gal on board a few years later. But... It, for me, it was a great holiday. It, it's like, I know I said like New Orleans, like WrestleMania 30 being a great, <coughs> a great WrestleMania, but 26 was a great one, but for different reasons. Just having some quiet drinks with you guys, well, maybe not so quiet drinks, but, you know, just, just, just actually getting to know people, I, I, you know, hearing your stories, you hear my stories, we listen to it, one another about our previous wrestling experiences and stuff like that. 
And um, I mean, the Mania itself was probably one of my least favourites that I've been to. It, not the least, because I'd probably say that'd be 27. But, you know, the, some great matches still on the card. You know, I loved, um, is that the one with, was that Jer- No, that's not Jericho and Punk. I'm, I'm 28, that was. So I was Jericho sure. And Edge. Yeah, Jericho and Edge, that's it. Jericho and Edge was a great match. Obviously, career versus streak. Again, that was another one. Um, but it was weird what they were doing with the roof that night. They kept opening and closing the roof, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They had the planes. The sound. They had the planes going over, didn't they, with the, and the pyro and stuff. Yeah, I, I was like, hold on a minute. And then it's having the, the roof truss above the ring. Just have it, just have it closed, man. Because you're blocking people's views. If you're in a certain seat, you know, you've got the big truss in the way. I, I, I can see them doing this when they go to Cardiff in September as well, uh, at yeah. Millennium at the Principality. I, I just wouldn't have it. You know, you can, you've got the screens either side so people can see what's going on. That way, I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan of that when it, it's in an enclosed space. But as you say, the roof was opening and shutting. So, Well, I thought they were doing it because of the sun. I, especially, I remember joking with, my, uh, with one of the lads, because we weren't sitting together at that, because obviously uh, we hadn't gone together. We only met there. Yeah. So when I was sitting with the other lads, and um, I remember saying, oh, they've closed the roof because the sun, it's, it's Seamus is going to get a suntan on <laughs> <laughs> I love Seamus. But obviously, you know, he's very pale. And uh, that was the time that they closed the roof for the first time. And I was like, is that for Seamus? And I was like, and then they opened it again, like after the match. I was like, "What's going on?" I don't know. It's to do with the noise or the uh, the lighting. For, I don't know why they. Several times that night, they opened and closed it. Now I don't know what that Principality Stadium looks like. I haven't, I haven't seen it myself. But um, like you say, it sounds similar to this. Then it's just like, I, I just don't like it when they have it above the ring, man. You know, I understand when it's open air, I get all that. They have to have it, don't they? It's understandable if there was, you know, atrocious weather or whatever like that. Yeah, they just stick with that. They always have them. They always have them, haven't they? But uh, you know, it's bound to be atrocious weather in Cardiff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but at least <laughs> they can shut. They can shut the roof. They've got the retractable roof, so they can shut. Uh, I, I just shut the roof again because it's atmosphere, isn't it? Again, it, it, you lose it, you lose it, man. But yeah, well, I, I, hope so... all fans, I hope I hope all the fans aren't expecting uh, to get suntans when they go to that one. Anyway, <laughs> I hope they got their umbrellas ready. Any Coming other lasting any other lasting memories of Phoenix? Obviously, we went into uh, we were in Glendale for the for the event. We did Scottsdale one night as well. But yeah, just to just to finish off uh, about 26 in 20. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the WrestleMania was quite far out, wasn't it? It was one of the yeah. uh, you know, 20-mile treks or something like we've done several of. And uh, uh, that's, that's, that's where it makes a bit of a difference, doesn't it? it you sort of, you don't enjoy it as much when you've got to gotta travel in because you like to have a drink before and like to, you know, go, go for something to eat after and get, get some more drinks and stuff. And, of course, the, the, the Glendale was actually quite nice. I yeah. like the few bars and restaurants that it were around Glendale. It's good how that was set up. It, it was, yeah. and we had and we had the yard house which we loved. Yeah, hundred and twenty six beers on tap. Yeah. I think it was beers and ciders. I'll always remember that place. Got some great photos from there. But yeah, Glendale was nice. But like I said, there wasn't a lot around. Was there? It was there was that little bit there, and then you you know twenty miles out back to where we're staying, sort of thing. But uh, no, Arizona was a great place. I love the people over there as well. Everyone was so friendly. 
the same as same as you know Houston the year before. Just uh, yeah, but it's it's not somewhere I sort of I wouldn't go there for a holiday. Me personally, it's, it's too quiet. I like more hustle and bustle, like places like New Orleans and absolutely. I've got to ask you about Miami and WrestleMania 28. Another one that I didn't get to, absolutely gutted. And I know you hold the event in high esteem. Obviously, we had the Hell in the Cell, Shawn Michaels as ref, Triple H and Undertaker went at it again. <laughs> Their third match at Mania, Cena versus Rock, the first match. Yeah, we had Jericho versus Punk. Daniel Bryan and Sheamus, you know, it goes on and on and on. But I know you hold it, you know, very dearly, 28, as, as a pay-per-view goes. But I also know that you love Miami as well. Yes. Yeah, well, Florida, actually. <laughs> because um, 28 was the one, obviously, yeah, unfortunately, you didn't get to. There was only a couple of us that actually went to that one. Um, but I took my, what was my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, Murray. And uh, the deal was for that, she'll come to the wrestling stuff the Hall of Fame, Mania, but then we need to go to Orlando to do the, uh, the, all the parks, the Disney parks and that uh, afterwards. So that was the deal. So we honoured that. I think we did. Uh, ended up being two weeks in Florida. Amazing. Uh, Amazing to have that length of time over there. Yeah. Right? We lost a day, actually. There was issues with our flights and that going out. So we did lose the first day in Miami. So pretty much we got there and we're straight on to the wrestling stuff. So I didn't get to see as much of Miami as I liked. I only really had a day after all the wrestling was over to do Miami. I didn't really get to, you know, spend some time down on the beach and stuff that I like to do. So I would actually go back to Miami because of the, the short amount of time I was there. You know, like I say, when you're busy doing the wrestling stuff, you know, the, as I said, we did, again, did the Hall of Fame, the Access, the Mania. We did do the Raw as well. And uh, yeah, Miami looked like a great place. We did do the, we did quickly do like the one day bus tour. That's all we got to do. Um, but but I'd love to go down and actually uh, cast some rays on that beach down there because it looked lovely. Amazing, but the, amazing. the event as well, the events as you said, you've you've already reeled off some of the the best matches. It was a great card. And I think Marie, like that's her only WrestleMania she's ever done, and I think um, I think she thinks she's picked one of the best. We shall always remember that Helen herself. I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement with you. I'm, I'm she always said, "Yep, she always said that that Helen herself should have been the end of an era." And uh, you know, she she she's seen some of them uh, Triple H and Undertaker wrestle after that, and she said it's not the same. That Helen herself was, and it was. Oh man, you know, there you go again. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. Involved in yet another, I know he wasn't wrestling him, but involved in another Mania match. I'm like, wow, I just couldn't, I just couldn't make this up for, for some of these Manias that I'm going to. And it just, it's, again, it just hooks you to go again and again and again. And uh, the, the other matches, you know, Rock and Cena once in a lifetime, that became two in a, twice in a lifetime. But, you know, again, a good storyline. Was it had a year build up that didn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Uh, you know, they don't do things, don't have that longevity. Uh, no. You know, gone are the days. Uh, you know, that, that harkens back to like the 80s and the 90s where they had a build like that and they brought it back in and uh, it, was, it was fantastically done. It was fantastically done how they did that. When you it's hard to do when you've got so many pay per views in between. Yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah. when, you only had, when you only had the big four, um, you can build on that storyline. But when you're doing a pay per view every month, it's hard to 
keep people interested in in that storyline. But of course, Rock making the uh, the the odd appearance during the year, and they even teamed up as well, didn't they? Prior to their first prior to their first match, wasn't it? Prior to the um, was it prior to the twenty eight one, yeah, they did. Did it two thousand eleven Survivor Series? That's right, taking on the Miz and R Truth. But really, the storyline started there for them too. At Survivor, at Survivor Series, not being able to coexist uh, before their before their match and stuff. So they kept they kept it they kept it interesting going along. That's what they did to build up that year. But you couldn't you couldn't do that very often now. Yeah, like I say, a year long storyline, no way. But the the, the storylines that going into some of them, all their matches, like you say, the Hell in the Cell, great great storyline for that one. It's four years history, isn't it? Really. The two manias with Michaels. This being the second main, I know it was the third match with Triple H, but a lot of people wouldn't remember the first one because of how long ago it was, or they might be uh, new to the new to WWE, so they might not have actually seen. They might just know the the later matches. Obviously, we know that's their third match, but they don't. They didn't really talk about it, did they? They didn't talk like they'd wrestled before at WrestleMania 17. And uh, obviously, I love the uh, the Punk Jericho storyline. Brilliant. Jericho was evil, weren't he? Have a drink, oh, punk. Have a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, perfect. It was perfect timing for them to have the feud. Jericho heel, uh, you know, punk. Uh, he's not, you know, he's drug free, alcohol free, straight edge. And then you had him pouring the drink. Obviously, the gimmicked drink. But yeah, yeah, it was quite. It was quite close to the bone. It was quite close to the bone. Well, a few of them have been, like you say, with um, punk the following year with the uh, Paul Bearer thing. On, I know you've talked about it previously. And um, it, it was that that's close to the bone. You know, that's, uh, you know, they must have got permission off the family to do some of that stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> must have done. Absolutely. Uh, what I'd like to ask you now, coming away a little bit, obviously you've done Access, you've done WrestleCon, you've met, you've met various people over the years within wrestling. Who were some of your favourites? I know you've got photos and stuff. I know uh, your profile photo at the moment is of the late, great Scott Hall. Great that you yeah. got to meet him. I didn't personally meet him. I was gutted about that. That was actually by accident, actually, that I met him. Uh, he was uh, he was in New Orleans, uh, 2014. Uh, that was the that was the year he got inducted into the Hall of Fame, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was. I don't know if it was before or after the Hall of Fame. Obviously, we were there for a few days, and uh, he he was coming out of the store. He was on his own. He was just coming out of the store, and I was on my own. I don't know where I was going, and uh, I seen him. I was like, "That's Scott Hall, that is." And I thought. He's on his own, you know. Maybe I'll. Yeah, I don't like to badger them. You, you, you need to know. You need to know your audience. You need to know when's the right time. Not, you know, not to be rude and interrupt them. But it's not like he was with anyone. So I thought maybe you can only say no. I'll ask him the question. I said, Scott, I went. Oh man, I can't believe like I've just bumped into you. I was like, you know, I, I idolise your character. You know, like you're brilliant. Especially the bad. I, I like more as Ray's Ramon. You know, that's the character. I didn't really watch WCW and the NWO, you see. I didn't really know that side of things. Obviously, I've read about it in recent years. But obviously, for me, I was bumping into Razor Ramon. And, uh, yeah, he was really polite. He was just like, he looked around, see who it was about. Come on, quick, we can take a quick photo. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, he had somewhere to be. He was probably going to go and get ready for his Hall of Fame induction. And like I say, I can't remember what day it was that we bumped into each other, but... But obviously, the the access is different because you're going in there and they're 
they're expecting you to come up and have photos and autographs. But the Scott Hall one, that's a completely different thing. Bumping into him in the street, it, you know, if they're with people, you know, we've, we've seen him in New Orleans as well, sort of. I, I remember walking past Randy Orton, he was with his girlfriend. Yes, and no one, would, no one would dare walk up it to was him. Like the would part in, it was like a yeah. parting of the sea. Everyone just got out yeah. of the way, let him through. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Countless thousands of people down that street and it just parted. It no like one dared party. go up to speak to no, him. So again, no, that, no. Was, that was the respect as well that he'd obviously got, as in to say, I'm with my girlfriend here. You know, this is, this is my quiet time. This is my downtime. I'm on Bourbon Street to have a good time too. So leave me be. And uh, I think the way he carried himself walking down that street was what made people not go up to him because yeah. I was scared of getting an RKO. <laughs> <laughs> access, like I say, that's different, isn't it? Going to going to fan access. You you um Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You go in, you go in, you go in to see, so you're queuing up to see this particular person. And there have been some great people I met, like uh, Natalia. I know you've had uh, Tyson Kidd. DJ Wilson on the show before. I'm a massive fan of his. I did. I, I, did, I, th- I think I did see him, but it was just for a photo. It wasn't one of these where you you get to talk to him. It was. Um, it might have been Heart. It might have been the Heart Dynasty when he was with um, Harry. Davis. Harry. Yeah. Smith. Yeah. Harry Smith. Smith. Yeah. Boy Smith Junior. Yeah. I think I, saw, I think I got a photograph with two of them, but that was a, that was one of the different. That was one of the different years. But Natalia, she stood out as me. She was really nice, really friendly. And, um, you know, I've seen her, I watched like Turtle Divas and stuff like that. I like Natalia. She's just she's really down to earth. She's just really, really, really funny. And she was just cool in person. So she's one of the ones who really stand out for me. Uh, Kofi Kingston, he was, he was nice. He was sound. Um, there's been so many. There's been I so know, many. Mate. It's hard. You know, it's hard, man. You don't really get time to talk to them, it. It's kind of like you stand up the front, get your photo. Or because some of them are photos and some of them are autographs only, you can't have a photo because they're on the other side of the table. And uh, but you could say a quick hello. And you just you sort of feel the vibe off off some of them, like some of the ones who are a bit uh, a bit more down to earth and who the, the ones who want to be there and are actually enjoying themselves as well. Um, but then there's the other ones where I've like paid to see Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, and probably similar to you with Bret Hart. I couldn't speak. I I lost my tongue. Um, you know, I'm not normally lost for words, but I, yeah, I could see on the photograph that I had with uh, Stone Cold how nervous I was. My missus even said to me when she seen the photo, she goes, "You look petrified." I mean, wouldn't you be if you're shaking hands with your idol? Your idol, yeah. and yeah, it's it's easy done, mate. In that, it, it, it hits you when you're queuing. It hits you. Holy shit, like, I'm very close now. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, I, I'm with you on it. I'm with you on it 100%. Yeah, it's a, they say it's, a, it's so different when you meet one of them top guys that you've looked up to 
like most of your life sort of thing and same like same with you with brett you know it's uh but it's an experience isn't it meeting someone that you've you know, watched for so many years especially like with brett going back as far as as he did sort of thing you know back to the late 80s and that but uh yeah i, did, I didn't get to meet brett actually he was, he was one i'd like to have met but it sort of i suppose with the the, the accesses i went to and the wrestle cons it was he wasn't at the ones i was at or i was probably clashing with someone else like he might have been at the one i did with stone cold and you can't get to see them all can you you can't do them all it's it's impossible Time is so, uh, and then obviously cues. It's cues. It's cues for certain ones as well. Yeah, it, it's hard sometimes. You have clashes, especially at access. Sometimes you have to decide. Oh, I'm going to go and queue for this, and then somebody else is doing something. You know, the opposite end of the convention centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Like you say, you can only you can only fit so many, and that's why you have to keep going. If you want to see someone else, go the following year. Hope they're there. Absolutely. But uh, I mean, they do obviously they do shows over here, and that some of them do come over to the UK. Um, obviously, not as like WrestleCon, but they do different sort of conventions, don't they? I know they do some in Birmingham. I know like Mick Foley's been to um, the NEC loads of times. Obviously, if he's on the book tour or comedy tour, mm. uh, I know a few of them are doing one in the UK. Um, Actually, that one, that one, uh, that one got cancelled. That's why I, I tried several times to see Shawn Michaels. Actually, there was uh, there was one of the accesses I tried to go to. I think it was probably in Atlanta, and I couldn't get a ticket. And then he was supposed to be doing one in the UK at uh, One Pro Wrestling, and I think they went under. And I think they're back up and running now. They are. They, they are, mate. The back it. The, the September. The, that's it. Yeah, they went it's under. A huge, Huge show in September, that is the talent they've got on there. I mean, they always had the talent when they did it years ago, donkeys years ago, didn't they? You'd have AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, all the top, you know, top talent outside of WWE would show up, wouldn't they? But typical, they went under at the time I had tickets to see Sean yeah. Michaels. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, just timing, mate, just bad timing. Yeah, it was like, at least I got to see him anyway, you know, finally. Uh, was it? You know, I think it was New Orleans. I think it was the WrestleMania 30. Was the one I got to see him. So again, I've I've seen most of the people I want to see now. Really, like I said, there's some other big names like Bret Hart and that I'd like to have seen. And there's still going to be the opportunity. You know, Bret's going to be about doing these shows for a few years, I suppose. A lot of them, a lot of them still do, don't they? They they love it. They love doing it for the fans. You can tell the ones who love the business. They're the ones who keep. Yeah. They're the ones who keep coming I've, out. To I've heard. Fans. I've heard Austin is brilliant with people outside of a signing capacity. You know, if you were to bump into him, I've heard various times he's got time. He, he appreciates it still. A man of his standing within pro wrestling and sport, and you could he, he, he'd sign something. He'd have a photo, uh, and that's a man. You know, one of the greatest of all time. I don't think I'd be able to speak to him if I bumped him into, into him. <laughs> like, oh. He'd be another one of them Randy Orton things. You'd see Austin walking down the street. You think yeah. if I speak to him, is he going to give me a Stone yeah. Cold How, Anything else from the main years now as, as we close out? Any any moments that we haven't discussed that, you know, stay still in your memory and you think and you're very fond of? Well, I mean, like I say, just... just Every year is a different experience, really. Um, I mean, we did obviously we, we didn't really touch on Atlanta that much, and uh, 
I know, I know. Um, like obviously, you were there for that one, and we did other things other than the the the, the wrestling, didn't we? We did like the Coke Museum and stuff like that, and uh, the aquarium. So there was there's several places. There's different things to do, isn't there? As well as just the wrestling in different cities. It depends. It depends where you go. But they seem to be having it a lot at the same locations now. They're not really rotating it that much. I don't. I don't like that either. I'm not a fan of no. that at all. It should be moved around. That, that was one of the things that I liked. It was going somewhere yeah. different. Yeah. I, I, I missed out on WrestleMania 31. Mm. I'm gutted about that. So I'm going to have to sort that demon out and go to San Fran at some other time other than WrestleMania. So, um, but, but they say the locations are what done it for me. The locations and the people we go with. Absolutely. You know, and, and obviously that's slowing down a bit, isn't it now? Because people are getting married, having families and stuff like that. So it's... Um, it all in all changes, but yeah, I mean, every place I've gone, I, I can't really say a bad word about any of them, like Dallas, um, and then we did New Orleans again. Uh, some of us did, as you know, and um, wasn't so good the second time around. The vibe, the atmosphere wasn't there as it was at 30. Um, uh, Mardi Gras had been there for 30, it wasn't for 34, mm. like a different time of year, I think it was like a month earlier or something like that. And uh, you could tell the atmosphere wasn't the same. And obviously that was my last one, uh, 2018 now. 2018 was the last one. And obviously COVID's, you know, stopped a lot of that, you know, sort of, you couldn't really travel. I know, I know they were having the manias and they were letting fans back in, but we haven't been able to travel over there. But uh, one day we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do it again, won't we? What about more? Sorry, no, I jumped in. I, I was just going to say one. I was going to say one last ride. <laughs> yeah, one last ride, mate. Hey, do you know what? What stands out for me? We're in an ele- we're in an elevator. We're in an elevator, and an American goes to you. Are you from Australia? Oh God! Yeah, I was in there. I was trying not to laugh. I don't know if you replied saying, "No, I'm from Birmingham in England." Or yeah, UK. yeah. I, I can't. I just remember. Are you from Australia? No. Yeah, as soon as, as, soon as you hear Birmingham, UK, yeah, actually, yeah, I've, I've cocked up there, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. definitely not from Australia. Yeah. But they don't know. They don't know the uh, you know the no. black country accent, the the dialect that we've got over here. Uh, I mean, most people watching this will even even without like you know listening to more than five minutes, I think flipping out that guy's from Birmingham. But uh, yeah, it, it just uh, say so the so many different places to go. I just wish they would, I wish they would go uh, to some new places again, rather than rotating the same three or four, it seems to be. Obviously, Tampa, they did it, they did it two years ago at the performance centre, didn't they? You know, it was, it was going to be Tampa, was it? Then they went to Raymond James the following year. So it kind of, the COVID just copped it all up really, didn't it? And then Dallas, Dallas, from what I could gather, was pushed forward because LA, I think they wanted to do LA before uh, they did Dallas, but it obviously changed. But yeah, I don't mind them going back to places, but it's too, the gap needs to be wider if they're going to do that, which they've done before. You know, uh, Toronto for number six, they went back for 18. Um, MetLife, they went back to MetLife too soon, didn't they? Yeah, now um, it makes me wonder where they'll do 40. Will it be somewhere like New Orleans again? You know, it's or sort do of they like... go, Or do they go to New York again? Well, there's one thing about New Orleans, isn't there? Is it's a great the you know, Superdome's great, not the Silverdome, the Superdome. <laughs> okay, Hogan. Um, 
the Silverdome, I nearly said it, I said it there, didn't I? Um, the Superdome is great. It's so local to downtown. You can walk there, you haven't got transport issues and stuff like that. Mm. So I like it whenever they go to these places that it's close by. I don't like these 20 mile, you know, treks in the taxi and, and then you worry about how you're going to get back. I mean, I, we did have a horrid time actually in Miami getting a taxi, but I think we queued for three hours to get a taxi. Crazy that it's... Three hours to get a taxi. It, it, I think it was there till like one o'clock in the morning. Logistics, it either goes one way or the other. Logistically, it's either really well planned, it's in a great place, they've got everything sorted and it's organised, or it goes the other way. Like, in Dallas, we were waiting, even though we had the cab yeah. up, the, the van. Uh, we were waiting, but he did, he stayed in contact with us, the guy, didn't he? But I know what you mean. Uh, it similar. It was similar in Orlando in 2008 for us, uh, waiting for the guy to come and collect us. It, it took forever. Not as long as three hours, but, you know, it was quite a time. It, it, it does make a difference on, on like I say, on, on, on whether you go there or not. It, it depends on the location. Now, LA, I haven't looked into it yet, but I'll tell you for a fact, I am definitely putting my name down as 99% certain I'm going because I've always wanted to go to LA. So again, it's the place that's selling it. Yeah. Not even so much the product, because I'm actually probably more into AEW now these days. Mm. Um, I still do watch WWE. I watch every single pay-per-view. Um, but I actually do want to do an AEW show as well. So it just depends if I can get any of you guys to come with me to an AEW or another WrestleMania uh, or both. Because I won't be doing the uh, Clash at the Castle. No. I did want to, but the I looked at the hotels and after they announced it, I thought, I'll book a hotel. Yeah. No. Yeah. They, they, they hiked it straight away. Anybody who did it early enough, but then I know people have uh, booked out of town a little bit to get the price down. But yeah, some people jumped right on it before they announced, but they knew, didn't they, on the inside that it was going to get announced. But it was like... 800 quid for a night, 1200 quid for a night. Yeah. I saw a hotel, mate. No, I'll stop, up and watch, I'll stop up and watch that one. Mate, won't and even the, be stop up, will it? Because we'll the, have it UK time. And the and the pricing of the tickets, people have been going mad about the price of tickets because you're talking like, if you're up in the gods, it was 38 quid plus fees. But then ones that were coming up for me on pre sale, three, 400 quid ago. That's really people reselling it, isn't it already? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. Um, I don't know how I say. I mean, nah. you get cheaper mania tickets than that, don't you? Get your tickets, you can, you can get. You know, we've had we've had some good seats in in our in our years. Probably paid anything from seventy five to one fifty, and we've been you know mid range mid range seats. I've never disliked any of the seats I've had, so I'd rather just save me money and try and do another America trip. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's it, mum. That's it. No, it's a bit of advice now. Obviously, you've spoken about, you know, going about things, booking things and things of that nature. But I get some people saying, oh, I'd love to go. But you you went on your own to Houston. You know, some people are off, put off by it, should I say. 
because uh, I've heard of various people, how do you do this? How do you do that? So, yeah, some tips, some advice from Aunt Williams. You know, eight well, WrestleManias in, a Royal Rumble, and I'm sure a lot of domestic shows over the years that you've been to in the UK. Yeah, a few Wars and Smackdowns over here as well. And, but the, 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 the ones for going, going abroad, going to America, I mean, I've never done a travel package. But if you're going to go on your own, that might be the best thing to do. It's something I didn't do at the time. I didn't really know. I didn't really know they existed then. So it's kind of like just book me flight and hotel. Just, and I did. Mate, when I went to Houston, I cocked up. My, my hotel was miles away from the downtown. I don't know what the hell I was doing. I just literally saw a hotel. I saw it was Houston. You know, you don't realize how big yeah, you know, these so places bad. are. Texas so, as well. Texas yeah. is so vast. It's the biggest state for a reason. I it's must have been a... I felt like I was in a different state. That's how I found yeah, my hotel. Yeah. But I, I, maybe the travel package might be the way to go because you, you know they're going to put you in a hotel. They, you know, they, you know you're going to get your tickets to the shows and that. But obviously, you know, you pay for it and you, you pay for that because the, the, the price is dearer. But, you know, shop around. If you want to do it on your own and you're a bit more on a budget, you can get your own hotel. Uh, but what I'd recommend is definitely... Get the, get the old Google Maps out. Look at where the stadium is. Look at where Monday Night Raw is going to be. Look at where your hotel is going to be. Look at where the airport's going to be. And sort of plan, how am I going to get from there to there? How am I going to get from there to there? Is it going to be taxis? Is, the, is there a bus service? You know, you need to spend a lot of time doing it. To, to do it on a budget, you definitely, need to put the, you definitely need to put the time in. As I say... Places like New Orleans, don't worry about it. Everything's close together. Just stay, just stay downtown, and you can walk everywhere. But if you go into some of these other states, like there we said, Arizona, 20 miles out, you need to think about how you're going to get over there. You could taxi share with some other people in the hotel. Mm. You know, we've, we've had to do that. Um, we've had, me and Marie had to do that when we went to Abu Dhabi for the Formula One. We, didn't, we were that far out. We were fortunate enough to have someone um, stand in our hotel who were going who was going to the race as well so we managed to taxi share and you know that was probably about 20 miles out too it's, it's a different beast now and um, we're not talking we're not going that far back but you've got uber you've got lyft available now so you can do it that way um it's it's just it's a total different you know climate yeah. now isn't it and will call i'll bring will call it their, their system that Ticketmaster masters you go to the venue to pick it up so you got to travel to get your tickets i think now I think did, surely yeah. surely now it's digital because a lot of well, stuff you can do. I'm hoping it, it just make it so much easier if you've got it to hand on your phone or the ticket. Especially, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you can. Especially with the pandemic, I and mean, it's changed the way a lot of people work, hasn't it? A lot of things are a lot more digital and stuff like that now. So um, it's changed the way I working for a lot of people. It would be good. Obviously, we haven't done it for years now, but it was will call. I can't remember the last time actually that we went. But it was just. It might have just been an e-ticket, you know. The last WrestleMania I did, it might have been e-tickets. Mm. Uh, I don't. I don't actually remember going to pick them up this time. I, like I say, done that many different, you know, shows in the UK and gigs, concerts, you know, all sorts of. Things. You sort of you get you get sort of mixed up about what was what was well called, what was not. So, um, but yeah, definitely know your surroundings, know where you're gonna, you know, sort of plan your journey a little bit, and then you'll be all right. So if I, I've done it on my own, so um, I wouldn't particularly want to do it on my own again now, and that's just because of the experience of having of having friends there and doing it with friends. But I was so tempted to go this year, as you know, and uh, yeah, one last 
one month to go, last minute, talked about it. And I think the final thing that put me off, my passport had expired. I was still going. I was like, I'm going on my own. I'm going on my own again. I'm going on my own. It was passport had expired. I was like, I can't be bothered with the hassle of getting that done. So I, I, I said to myself, we'll go next year. Great advice from Mr. Ant Williams there. You know, we, we've been, we've done it that many times. We've been over, you know, it's, it's entirely up to you. But yeah, a package deal. I'm not sure if Wrestling Travel is still doing stuff. I, I assume they've got LA packages there outside the WWE though. But there's ways around it. Uh, we, we did it. When you look back, we really did it the hard way. But we got it. Oh, we yeah. Every time. We became accustomed to it. It was just you printed everything off. If you couldn't get it, you'd go there. You go to Will Call. Go to then you get. We just did it, didn't we? But it, it'll be a lot easier. I'm making us sound like ancient, like archaic, archaic methods of of getting to a you know an event, man. But yeah, I'm, I'm aging this a little bit, mate. It's, uh, it's well, crazy. yeah. Well, I am a bit older than you as well, yeah, so been there, been there, done that. Got mate, I could have you on for six hours and we'd merely touch the surface because, you know, you've done eight WrestleManias. You did Royal Rumble in 2008 as well. You know, iconic, iconic event. Fantastic. But yeah, my guest today is member of WrestleMania Team UK, a travel partner of mine for many years to the WrestleMania events. I went to seven, Ants done eight WrestleManias. We've had some great times. Thank you for coming on Stu's Wrestling Podcast for this special focus on your experiences and memories of WrestleMania trips and Royal Rumble. Thanks for having me on, Stuart. It's been a pleasure, mate. No problem, man. No problem. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. I love Memory Lane. I love the fact that, you know, we all got together. The genesis of the WrestleMania Team UK group was in 2010. Arizona for WrestleMania 26 and the team grew. Some people went, some people didn't come again. People came and went, but the core group of guys still together. We've been to weddings. There's another wedding coming up with our good friend Gav, who was a guest on the show as well, coming up in the new year. And uh, some great stuff from Ant. Absolutely amazing. I love hearing about his perspective on going to America to the shows. And uh, yeah, just amazing. I'm sure you've heard some good tips there as well. If you do plan on going to WrestleMania next year in LA, or if you're going to go to an AEW show, maybe over in the States as well. So we will see you very, very soon for the next episode of Stu's Wrestling Podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.